You're listening to episode 287 of the Room to Grow podcast. I'm Emily Goff, a human connection coach, speaker, and mental health advocate with an insatiable sense of curiosity and adventure, always asking more questions and using the power of stories to teach, learn, and grow. It's about allowing for room to grow, and this podcast focuses on three main pillars, human connection, personal growth, and freedom. We cover topics like relationships and cultivating genuine supportive connections with ourselves and others, speaking your truth, shattering personal barriers, radical self-acceptance, and courageously leaning into your skill sets. Whether it's a solo episode or bringing on highly curated guests with incredible stories, experiences, and expertise to share, we're leaning in and taking the entire idea of growth to the next level, all while still covering the uncomfortable topics that many of us like to avoid. There's always more room to grow. Let's do this. Hey there, welcome back to the Room to Grow podcast. Emily here, and today we're going to be talking about why ending a relationship doesn't make it a failure and why it doesn't have to necessarily mean that the love stops and all of the different things that that play into this because this is one of the things that people come to me the most often for is when they are in deep pain over... A relationship, whether that's a relationship that they are still currently engaged in, whether that is uh, a relationship that has ended, a betrayal, uh, something like that, or if it's in if they're in pain because of the relationship that they have with themselves and the, the disconnection that they might have with themselves, and I'm going to address this mostly from uh, from the point of a romantic relationship ending. Because a relationship ending is never a failure. It's an introduction to a new version of yourself. And my heart hurts a little bit every time I hear someone refer to a past relationship as failed. I actually almost have a visceral reaction to it every single time. Because to me, it it sounds almost harsh on my ears. Because to me, it diminishes what you shared with that person at one time or another. Even if things didn't work out, even if things ended badly, don't be so quick to dismiss the time and energy that you poured into that relationship, along with the lessons that can be, and hopefully were, gained from being with that person. And we have to remember to be mindful of the words that we choose because language matters. And the words that we use play a really big role in shaping our reality. But a relationship is never a failure. Relationships are our greatest teachers if we allow them to be. And one of the ways to kind of test this this theory a little bit, there's sort of three different ways I look at this. Number one, have you taken responsibility for your actions in the relationship? Number two, have you examined old patterns that were played out? And number three, did you learn and grow? And these are three of the major areas that I work through with people because if, if you did all three of those things, take responsibility for your actions in the relationship, examined old patterns that were played out and learned and grew from it, then I consider that relationship a smashing success. We have to stop buying into the bullshit, shame-drenched societal narrative that if a relationship doesn't turn into 65 years of marriage until death do you part, that it's not successful. You get to make the decision about what you consider to be a success and the kind of human that you are upon exiting a relationship. And it can actually even be possible to maintain, to have a relationship and to leave someone better than you found them. 
This obviously does not always happen, of course, but it's very much a possibility. And when we love someone, we become woven into each other's stories for better and sometimes perhaps for worse, although it's, it's more about how you choose to view it. But we have to rewrite the narrative that we've created around it in our heads. And most importantly, we need to cherish our bravery for having opened up our hearts to, to love someone. There's a couple episodes that I'm going to reference here. Uh, there's an episode that I did all about cultivating a deep sense of self-worth on episode 270, um, where that was also talking about how if you don't recognize, uh, I, I built it a little bit around a, a beautiful Mark Groves quote about how if you don't recognize the value of your presence, you won't realize the impact of your absence, which can be something that can come up a lot in, in the wake of a relationship ending. Um, also check out episode 249 about developing the capacity for unconditional love. That's very relevant here because there, there's something I want to say about unconditional love. Unconditional love is given without strings or expectations attached. And I go into that much deeper in, in episode 249. So go check that one out. I've gotten a lot of comments about that one actually. But unconditional love is given without expectation of reciprocation or acknowledgement. And this kind of love can be rare because most people often give love either in order to receive it or they give it out of a sense of obligation so that they will receive it. It's that's that we usually demand reciprocation, even if we don't realize it. If you really take a hard look internally, that's where unconditional love has to come from is recognizing that you can love someone deeply, even if they are no longer in your life. So what happens when we end a relationship with someone we love, regardless of who initiated the ending or even if it was mutual to me, the love doesn't disappear. It's just that the boundaries and the container in which the love is held within changes and the, the relationship changes will, will look different depending on, on, you know, whose relationship this is. Perhaps it will even mean that you aren't even in each other's lives at all anymore for some people. And at the very least, new boundaries have to be put into place so that each of you can heal and, and grow and then continue on with your lives. But that doesn't mean that the love just disappears into thin air. I will always love the men that I've fallen in love with as, as well as anyone I fall in love with in the future. Each of the men in, in different ways, because that's what's beautiful about relationships is that each one is different. And yes, that even includes the man who betrayed me for nine years. You can go check out episodes 117 for that one. I, I feel like I'm always referencing that one, but it is, uh, it is relevant in this case. <laughs> but I, you know, I don't always agree with uh, his behavior. I definitely don't agree with his behavior or actions. Uh, and I don't allow anyone to remain in my life who demonstrates a lack of integrity, especially that degree to that degree. But it doesn't mean that I won't still, that I don't still have love for him. And I also believe that the people we love will always stay with us long after they're gone because we're woven into each other's stories. Your, your relationship with them will absolutely look different and will require new boundaries. And there may even be a complete and total separation. You, you may never speak to that person again, potentially for a variety of reasons. But when you allow yourself to truly love, it expands you. It doesn't have to close you. If a relationship ends and, and you get hurt, it doesn't have to close you. It's understandable 
if it does for a time, again, while you heal, but don't allow a relationship ending to keep you from ever being vulnerable ever again. Because how fucking brave are you that you had the courage to open yourself up to loving someone else? And what's even braver than that is maintaining an open heart, even if the relationship as, as that particular relational container looked ends and becomes something different that might mean not being in contact with that person much anymore, or certainly not in the same context that you were before. That doesn't make it a failure. Societal standards, there's, there's all of these, these things out there around what we consider to be a so-called successful relationship. But I have to tell you, people can stay together for 60 years and be fucking miserable together. And that's considered a success. That's not a success in, in my mind. There's an episode that I did uh, way back on episode 187, all about time and the effect on the quality of our relationships. And something that I go into in that episode is how when I was, when I was in, in the nine-year relationship that I was in, I was extremely validated by people's response when they heard how long my partner and I uh, at the time had been together. It's often the first, the first thing that we ask people who are in a relationship, right, is how long have you been together? And that judgment is immediate and it hangs heavy in the air. If somebody says three months, you kind of write it off. You're like, oh yeah, whatever. If somebody says five years, oh well, yeah, that's pretty good. If somebody says 25 years, like, damn, that's impressive, <laughs> right? There's, there's this whole, and I do this too. There's this whole judgment that is built into us. But you can also have a much deeper connection with someone you've been with for far less time. Because time is not nearly as relevant as the connection itself. Just because a relationship doesn't last forever doesn't mean it wasn't meant for you either. There's still so much beauty in that. What about, what about people who marry and, and then divorce after a few years? Is that a failure? Most people would say yes. I would argue otherwise. Because the most important question is, who are we to determine or decide what is deemed successful or a failure in someone else's relationship in the first place? How can we be so arrogant and, and presumptuous? Not only that, the only people that will ever know what went on in that relationship are the two people who were in it. No one else. Time does not determine the depth of a connection with someone. And I will be brutally honest with you, people, other people will be your greatest source of pain. They will also be your absolute greatest sense and source of joy that you ever experience. And it's why we can't allow ourselves to close when we experience pain, because it means that we'll miss the most beautiful experiences in life. I was recently asked on a podcast interview, um, it hasn't actually aired yet uh, at time of this recording, but uh, when it does, I, I will definitely list it over on my website and, and on my social media if you're following me. But um, I was recently asked on a podcast what, what it means to me to feel alive. And I thought about it for a moment and my answer was human connection. Human connection is absolutely what brings me to life. And I already knew that before. Because after the, the ending of, of uh, the relationship I was in for nine years, human connection is what brought me back from the dead, it felt like. And I have now experienced that 
two different times where it has brought me back and it has sustained me and it has been both my greatest source of pain and my greatest source of total and utter joy. And isn't that, that, that's what living is all about is experiencing the different spectrums, right? So we have to start thinking about relationships differently and we have to start realizing that a relationship ending doesn't make it a failure. Instead, we have to, to choose a different sense of meaning and purpose that we're going to assign to that relationship and to take that with us as we learn and grow from it. And we, we end up experiencing even more amazing things in life that we wouldn't have if it wasn't for that relationship. And I'm not saying, you've heard me say on this podcast before, I'm not saying the everything happens for a reason thing because I don't even think that that's a valid statement a lot of the time, a lot of the time. <laughs> so I don't personally use that statement because I don't really believe in it. What I do believe in is creating your own sense of meaning. And if the sense of meaning that you attach to relationship is that just because it ended, it was a failure. Do you know how many people are not in the same relationship, you know, who are not with, for example, the, their high school sweethearts who were the first person that they were ever with. Most people aren't. That's rare. That is very, very rare. And even then I would still want to challenge anybody who is in a very, very long-term relationship to make sure that that's, you know, that's actually like the really deep, beautiful, intimate connection. And I hope that it is. And for some people it absolutely is. And what a gift what an absolute gift. But if a relationship does end, stop defining it as a failure just because society has told you that if it doesn't last until death do you part, that it's not meaningful, that it's just a write-off, that it was a waste. So think about this a little bit differently because every relationship that we have, there's, there's something that we can pull from it. And I want to, to challenge you to push against the stigma a little bit that a relationship ending is a failure because it's not. I'm going to go back to what I said in the beginning. It's, it's an introduction to a new version of yourself, but only if you decide to make it as such. Okay. So let me know how this sits for you. Please share this on social media. Uh, tag me over on Instagram. I'm over at Emily Goff Coach. I've been getting lots of emails from listeners lately, which is very exciting to me. So I love this. So please send me an email over at info at emilygoffcoaching.com. I would love to hear from you. Um, if you want to work together, I do work with people mostly exclusively one-on-one -on -one right now. Uh, and, and that's kind of by, by both design and by request. Uh, everyone that I had been speaking to kind of wanted me to do one-on-one -on -one, and I really love doing the one-on-one -on -one because I get to go so deep with people. We don't do surface level questions around here. <laughs> we don't do surface level anything around here. So if you want to work together, definitely reach out. Um, again, you can email me, send me a DM. Uh, the show notes are all over at roomtogrowpodcast.com um, and you can find out more details about how to apply to work together over there. Okay. So thank you so much for listening and we'll be back soon. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. It means the absolute world to me and I'm so grateful. 
For any references in the episode and all show notes, be sure to jump over to roomtogrowpodcast.com. And if this episode touched your heart, it would mean so much if you would take a quick second to hit subscribe, write a review and share on social media or with someone who really needs to hear today's message. It makes such a difference to keep this podcast going so I can continue to bring you amazing content and absolutely incredible guests. Be sure to tag me over on Instagram at Emily Goff Coach so that I can thank you in real time for listening and connect with you. We're back every Tuesday and Thursday with new episodes and I'm looking forward to growing with you.